Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And by the way, recruiting rankings right now, again, portal's different. So portal changes everything. But they're not really a big portal school. No, they're, they're fif- more of a developmental 15th, school. 15th in the SEC right now. Um, that looks grim, doesn't it? Uh, let me read their drive chart for you. Three plays, two yards. Three plays, negative one yard. Oh, God. 20 plays, 88 yards. That's good. One play interception. Three plays, negative two. Oh, God. Seven plays, 38 yards, turnover on downs. Five plays, 20 yards, punt. Three plays, one yard, punt. Three plays, loss of one, punt. 15 plays, 41 yards, turnover on downs. Three plays, loss of 10, punt. 12 drives, one of which resulted in a score. It was a field goal. You could f- see the people streaming out of there in the second half. half of it the, was half of the possessions were turn or were three and outs. Yeah, uh, you called this one too back when they uh, decided to elevate him. No, I did not coach. call this game. I thought I thought State was going to be. No, I thought they were. Yeah, no, that this is this is how it would go under. Yeah, defensive coordinator, not a head coach. Um. All right. So that's it. Another week in the. Books. We're going to revisit the Grizzlies and their first win of the season with Chris Harrington coming up in the next segment. Got NFL to talk about and uh, other matters, certainly the Anna. Um, but I did want to tell you, I uh, I went to Oak Hall and, uh, the other day, and my God, this stuff is beautiful. And now it's winter, winter. It's sweaters and it's outerwear and it's quarter zips. There's this rod and over the rod and gun collection. They have. Um, Casual sport coats. They're soft. They're comfortable. I mean, they're classy, but casual um, simultaneously. Uh, I had my eye on a quilted pullover uh, from Faraday. And, of course, the Faraday stretch pants, which I've told you, the most comfortable pants I have ever put on in my life. Or ask about the Faraday Legend collection. They've got they've got it in a crew neck. It's a material that was described to me, and I felt it, and it was soft like butter. And it comes in a crew neck, a quarter zip, a hoodie, or as a sweatshirt. And of course, then there's the Steel uh, collection, which is 
stunning, beautiful outerwear um, from uh, a company out of Jackson Hole, exclusive to Memf- to O'Call in Memphis. Um, it's getting to be, listen, listen, we're creeping up to Christmas season, and then you'll holiday season, then you'll certainly be in O'Call. But right now, the it's absolutely loaded with beautiful, uh, beautiful outerwear and stuff you can wear in the fall and winter. And of course, the same helpful people, the people that have made it a legendary store for so many years. So go in, for, go in yourself and see our friends at O'Call. Chris Harrington coming up next. It is the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. When you think of Medicare Advantage, you may think of your doctor's office. But what if your plan offered care that went beyond to your grocery store, where a healthy grocery allowance turns eating well into living well, or on your street, where you get help with transportation to a checkup? Medicare Advantage plans from WellPoint. Your whole health is our whole point. Services are provided by WellPoint Texas Inc. or WellPoint Tennessee Inc. WellPoint is a Medicare Advantage plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in WellPoint depends on contract renewal. Visit Frontier Western Store today for new shirts and boots. Frontier is your top Carhartt store in the Mid-South. There's thousands of in-stock shirts and jeans. They have the classic K87 pocket tee in every color they make, including new ones just released. Available small to 4X. Want new jeans? Frontier has you covered with super tough work denim by Carhartt. And you've got to check out their selection of Ariat jeans for men, women, and children. You'll love how easy it is to find the size and style you need. Have you seen Frontier's remodeled, world-famous boot showroom? It continues to expand. New styles by Ariat just arrived, plus plenty of in-stock proven classics, too. Whether you need work or dress boots, trust that Frontier's the place to come. See thousands of pairs of Ariat boots and thousands more by Dan Post, Corral, Durango, Rocky, Twisted X, and others. And Frontier's pricing is lower than online and chain stores, so you know just the local shop to visit. Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road in Olive Branch, and on the web at FrontierWesternStore.com. Locally owned and operated since 1967. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. Here we go. Here comes the Sandman. Ladies and gentlemen. Adam Sandler. One, two, three, four. The I Missed You Tour. Should we clap along? Trying to play guitar a little bit for you. Adam Sandler. Live. FedEx Forum, November 16th. All right, let's lose that. I hate it. (laughs) Get tickets now at (laughs) LiveNation.com. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple of years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming in. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got 
plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at Red River Ford toyota.com <coughs> can't sleep with this cold honey <coughs> honey honey you need nyquil severe honey nyquil severe honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a dreamy honey taste feeling better honey honey i'll take that as a yes try nyquil severe honey for powerful cold and flu symptom relief nyquil severe with honey flavor the nighttime sniffling sneezing coughing aching fever honeylicious best sleep with a cold medicine uses directed keep out of reach of children the majestic grill might just be that one place that can be everything to everyone i'm not the person who first said that about the majestic grill but i think it's absolutely true it's the place to go for a downtown business lunch and it's also the place to go before a show at the orpheum and it's also the place to go to sit at the bar and have a cheeseburger and it's the place to go for a date or a special dinner out so swing by their beautiful restaurant at 145 main street the majestic grill is a slice of memphis history that denny and patrick riley have filled with a warmth that is hard to describe and harder to resist. You know my favorite time of year at O'Call? Christmas is pretty great, but I like football season. So whether you're headed to Oxford or Starkville or Knoxville or Fayetteville or Tiger Lane, get to O'Call and load up for a new football season. Look snappy at your tailgate. Look snappy whatever you're doing. Listen, there's a reason that O'Call has been here since 1859. The SEC, only since 1933. Get yourself to O'Call this weekend to celebrate the best time of the year. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Park Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Watch the everything. The ragamuffin could I ever, ever want. Man, I run down. Your body must think a crazy dream. Tell the woman I got to him. God, I'm gonna mash up the town from end to the ground. All the man, them rich eyes. All right, back on the Jeff Cockett Show. Let's do this Chris Harrington deal. Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. Rediscover downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Cockett Show. I will be bound. Let's go make a matrimonial oath. Attorney joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's, uh, it's All Over by Dancehall Reggae star Buju Banton. And uh, farewell to the Grizzlies season opening losing streak. It is all over now. Yeah. Blessed Lord. So Twitter, or as some like to call it X, as it calls itself X, is a strange thing because it's, it's just a real time and you never know what, what was, what's going to happen or unfold. But 12 hours ago, you tweeted, well, that was a huge waste of time. What, what occasion to that tweet? I think you pay more attention to my, my Twitter feed than I do. Um, 
<laughs> that may be. I do go see what you've been up, what you've been up to before you pop on the show every day. Yes. But um, honestly, I look to that, see if you've written something. Go ahead. That was the um, the there, there was a stoppage of time to sort out. You know, uh, uh, it, it was when they ended up calling a flop, I guess, on Zaire Williams, and then a, a taunting foul on whatever Pacer uh, Blazers player. And they were offsetting technicals that resulted in no free throws, oh, no, no free throws, and it took like seven minutes to sort out. I see. It really just should have been a no call. It was just to a, move it was on. Just Let's to play a, basketball. It was just to a moment in the game. Okay. So um, anyway, they did get their win, and I mean, there's just something to be said for getting the damn win, right? For the relief of getting the win. Yeah, I mean, it should have been two. I mean, they they, they blew the game Friday night. I mean, you'd feel a lot better if you were coming back, you know, two and five instead of one and six. Um, but they got off the snide. And I think, I won't say more important than getting the win, because when, like, when you're 0 for the start of the season, right. like, I don't think anything's more important than getting the win. But they are bringing back, and this is sort of what I'm writing about today a little bit. I'm writing on my weekly column that'll go up later today. Not, like, not yet finished, but close. They're not just bringing back a win as they come home from this road trip. They're bringing back a more functional basketball team because of Santi Aldama getting back, Bismack Mayambo being added, and Luke Kennard finding his shot. You know, it's not just getting back those players. It's getting back some specific skill attributes those players have that other players in the middle and the back end of the roster don't have that they really, really badly needed. And I think it has a big impact on what they're going to be able to do. Um, so, okay, well, obviously Luke Kennard hitting shots makes a huge difference, <laughs> huge difference. Um, it, as I guess my question is, with those players in those roles, how – Incredible a basketball do you think team do you think they are? Well, I think they're a credible basketball team. I mean, but that, that's not that's not that's not the highest bar, you know. No, I, it was just I mean, a, it was just it, an it, adjective. It, How right. good do you think? How and good so, do you think they are? That's fine. Go ahead. Yes. I, I mean, I don't know. You got to play the games, but but I think I think they're more functional. Is my point. I mean, right. there's less grasping at straws because other than the the the, the, the three point defense which has really killed them and has been, you know, a combination of bad performance and bad luck. Yeah. The things that they've really been missing, and I've been writing about this since, you know, opening night to some degree, they had no way to generate offense off of their bench, and they had no way to have a presence at the rim defensively if Jared Jackson Jr. was not in the game. And so Biombo gives them specifically that, a defensive presence. Kennard and Aldama, some nights shots fall, some nights they don't, but they are just – surely more talented offensive players than anyone else, you know, outside, really, up, maybe even outside of Jaron and Des, frankly. They may be the third and fourth best offensive players on the team, you know, setting Moran aside. Um, at worst, they're like fourth and fifth, if you want to be generous toward Marcus Smart. And I'm not sure, you know, you know. I, I just think they, that, that offensive skill that Kennard and Aldama have and the, the defensive physical presence that Biombo has – those are those are those aren't generic skills. Those are specific skills that this team badly needed, and so much of the rest of the back end of the roster are just like more generic players, like John Conjar and David Roddy and Zaire Williams and you know whatever. Some nights those guys may play well, some nights they won't. But like they're more generic players. They don't have those specific skill sets that enhance the core of what you have to work with. So I just think the team is a lot more functional 
with those players. Even if you add those players like they did over the over the weekend, and you lose a Conchar and a Derrick Rose and a Xavier and a you know and a, and a Xavier Tillman. Uh, what did you think of Biombo uh, in his uh, first real play with the Grizzlies? I mean, he had a he had a particularly productive game. It would not surprise me at all if, we, if you look back, and that was one of the most productive games he's had as a Grizzly. So I don't I don't count on that level of production every night. But again, I think those sort of so, sort of basic, really mundane big fan skills, rebounding well, contesting shots well, setting good picks. That's pretty mundane stuff. But it's mundane stuff the Grizzlies badly needed with Stephen Adams out. So I think that's the kind of stuff you could, there, there are some skills that are more reliable night to night than others. And this is why I, you know, I, I've been sort of the broken record of valuing, you know, your mountains and Kyle Anderson's and those guys more than your Luke Kennard's historically, because I, I think, you know, defense, defense is more repeatable every night. And, and there are some things more repeatable. I think the things that Biombo is good at, you can kind of count on him being good at. He won't necessarily have that level of production every game, but, like, he, he's going to be a physical presence inside pretty much every game. That's not a matter of shots going in or not going in. He, uh, he started because Tillman was out. How do you imagine that will play out when Tillman returns? It's a real question. I mean, again, to your point, like, they were, they were planning to start Tillman. They didn't plan to start Biombo, and it was a late scratch. Right. Um, you know, I, I thought Tillman was a good bet to hold the job throughout the season, barring some kind of trade. But – he, he played well in the first three games, even amid the losing, and he really fell off the planet the next three games. Um, the, the, to me, the question for the Grizzlies is, what's the best way to deploy? There's only so many minutes you're going to get from Biombo. Right. Um, and the, the question is, the best way to deploy his, his sort of defensive presence and Jaron's defensive presence over the course of 48 minutes. Like, you play him to get, do you play him together a lot and maximize that? Or do you, or, or does that rescue look up and suddenly you have, you know, Tillman and Roddy playing together or whatever, and you don't, you have minutes where you don't have anybody. So to me, it's a real question of, you know, you, you could play them together, and that I think is helpful to Jaron in some ways. But do you want to make sure you can spread out that that sort of rim protection across your 48 minutes? I don't think there's an obvious answer to that question. That's something they sort of have to sort out. But I think Aldama being back helps in some regard too. I mean, he's no great defender, but he is six eleven. He gives you more presence, you know, at the rim than, say, David Roddy does. Um, uh, obviously, Kenneth Lofton got – Judy got some play largely because Tillman was out and they needed the body. Do you think – I mean, he, he, he was – you know what he does? He did what he does. He hit yeah. some shots. He got three assists. Ten minutes, he was five points, three assists, two rebounds. I know plus minus isn't a useful stat, but he was plus four in his time on the court. You think he falls right out of the rotation again when Tillman comes back? Probably. Um, although, you know, I mean, to me, there's a question of sort of just general pecking order. The higher you are, the more opportunities that are going to come your way because this is not a team that you just can assume will, will, will have everybody healthy because they right. just don't. Um, and so, like, Lofton is playing above LaRavia in the pecking order, and that's going to, you know, for now. And if that doesn't change, it's going to put Lofton in, in position to get opportunities. I think him playing – Rotation minutes early in the game that were productive, that helped them win. It's going to help his case. And, you know, the Grizzlies will face a decision here in, in however many games it's going to be before, before Jaws back in terms of their rotation. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I have no idea on the Tillman knee soreness thing whether that's going to linger. I mean, obviously they have several days off 
uh, before they play again. Right. I would suspect if if if, if Jackson, Biombo, Tillman, and Aldama are all healthy, Lawson's probably not playing. But we'll see. Um, you brought up Marcus Smart. What? what <laughs> you would do what? Generously, they're fourth. What did you call him? Generously, the third best. If you want to be generous to him, third best offensive player. What have you thought of Marcus Smart? I think he's been he's been erratic. He's been he's had some good games and good stretches. He's had bad games and bad stretches. I think he was mostly pretty bad in these two Portland games. And yep. in fact, him having a bad game Friday night, you know, really, right. I think he'd had an average game. They win that game probably. I think that was pretty costly. I think what we're seeing is that he is the best version of Marcus Smart is not starting point guard anymore, which is fine because they didn't trade for him to be their starting point guard. I think he is going to be a lot better. It's going to be a lot better fit for him when Ja comes back and he's playing more off the ball and then he's, you know, playing backup point guard when Ja goes to the bench. And then you're not getting the Derrick Rose minutes and the Jacob Gilliard minutes and that kind of stuff. And I think I think I still like the Marcus Smart fit for the Grizzlies. I just don't think starting point guard is his highest and best use anymore. Uh, it was interesting. I mean, Jacob Gilliard got in last night. Obviously, Lofton, Lofton got in last night. I mean, you're still doing no Conchar, no Derek Rose, it, right. no Tillman. It really is something else. The two stars of this team, Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr., were terrific uh, all weekend long. And I have to say, watching Bain play, I mean, you talk about when Ja comes back, and obviously that'll right. help. When ja, thinking about him next to Ja. Like it, it really does. It, it it reminds us when we are heading into that Lakers series. We, I was the sort of, what are the Lakers going to do with these two? Like when Ja returns, if he's at peak Ja, that's a hell of a, uh, a hell of a tarred backcourt. Yeah, I mean, to me, Bain is having to work so hard right now, and like it's and he's shooting thirty four percent from three, which right. is sort of below what you would expect from him. He's taking 10 a game, and he's having to force lots of tough shots. I think it's surprising he's been efficient as he's been, given how aggressively he's having to force offense on a team that doesn't have many other places to go. And so, yeah, I I think, you know, are they both higher higher up in the offensive pecking order than you would like them to be? Sure, but, like, I, you know, that only makes you more more excited to see what will happen when they come back and Ja gets there. Now, is it going to be too far gone for this season? We'll find out. But I think the core, the core, the idea that your team is built around this Morant Bain Jackson core, as bad as the start's been, I, I feel better about that, at least not worse. I saw that you said uh, somewhere, could have been on Twitter, to which I'm, 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 you know, I'm locked in on your Twitter, um, that you were, um, that 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 you were wondering if 500 by the All Star break is that what you set out as a possible like is this a doable yeah. goal? That was just that was spitballing. I like I didn't sit down and do any math right. on that, but that was just a conversational thing. Um. So. Um. And then Jaron, do you think? By the way, obviously played incredibly heavy minutes Friday, but you know, is he going to while Ja is out? Is he going to have to pull back on the minutes? All the in fairness, Jaron, seventy-five minutes over the weekend, two fouls total. You've never been obsessed by with his fouls, but that's impressive. Yeah, his foul rate is way down, and it's so far down that I would expect it to tick back up a little bit. Hopefully, it'll settle. Wherever it settles will be lower than it was last year. That's sort of the idea. Let's you know make it a little bit better every year. Um, but the Jaron the Jaron minutes thing has never been tied to the fouls the right. way people think it is. I made this case repeatedly. I made this case on national podcasts. 
Like I grafted out last season. Like, you know, like he, he played the same number of minutes with one and two fouls as he did with five and six, basically. It's been partly team, you know, the, you know, 10 man rotation and the, the team not wanting to play heavy minutes. It's been part being careful with him coming off the injury, which he was last season, like like two years in a row coming off injuries. And it's been part an issue of stamina, which he and Taylor Jenkins have both sort of talked about. And so, you know, his minutes are up to 32, 33 a game. I think that's where you want them to be. I don't think you want him playing 37 every night, you know, in terms of wear and tear. But I think if he can handle, you know, getting – if he can handle and the team is willing to give him, you know, getting well up into the 30s, I think that is more than appropriate and welcome. Did you happen to hear – have you heard uh, the the, the podcast uh, that Windhorst and McMahon do, the most recent one? They they talk for 20 minutes about the Grizzlies in there. And I have to say, it's pretty – Savage is a little strong, but it is – it is a lot of gloom and doom. Um, and a lot of questioning, a lot of things. Um, I, I don't know. Have, did, did you happen to hear it? Yeah, I don't. I, I do, and I know strong about. I don't really remember the details. Yeah, I, there's a lot of like you know, if you don't follow a team every day, you can't follow all 30 teams closely every day, no matter right. who you are. And I think with the Grizzlies, there's a little bit of like. You know, there's a little bit of, I don't, glee is not the right term, but a little bit of people like wanting to give them their comeuppance after they got so much attention, you know, in the last couple of years, you know? It is um, funny. So, so, so much of that's just jaw comeuppance, really, right? It's really folks yeah. to jaw comeuppance. It's not Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson comeuppance, right? Right. And, and I, think, I think sometimes, honestly, just broadly, like in sports media, there's the, the the whole idea of like you got to cheer them when they're up, you got to kick them when they're down, and right. like you got to rip them when they're down. This idea that like you know this sort of judgmental responsibility. I don't know. That's just not the way I ever think about things. Um, but I think that's a part of it. You feel like you know where things are going poorly, we we got it, we got to rip them because that's how we're that's how we're objective or whatever. Instead of let's just analyze and figure out what we think is true and not true. Aldama. He, he was back, but I, I, I certainly expect more, don't you think, going forward? I mean, he was good Good to see him. But it what, was one game. It was one yeah, game one back. Game. I, just, I know his stat line wasn't, wasn't immense, but to me you could really feel the difference on the floor of ha- having someone who's 6'11", who can create stuff and get shots off. I, I just think the team functioned almost immediately when he got out there. It felt a lot better than some of the lineups they've been running out. And so I, I think Aldama, having Aldama back is going to make a big impact on the team. So we wondered heading into the year about, you know, the three young wings or three for whatever we want to call them in, in Laravia, Roddy, and Zaire. Well, Laravia, I presume, is, is, is no longer in the rotation, I guess. Um, certainly wasn't last night. Uh, Roddy has probably had to play too much four, but hasn't been particularly effective. And Zaire has not done a lot either. Are you feeling – how are you feeling about – are you feeling optimistic yeah. about any of the three? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't quite be optimistic. I, I would say with Laravia, you wonder like you would. You would think a guy. You know, it's you know seven games in the year two. Um, they they spent essentially two first round picks to get him. Like moved up a few spots. I think it was twenty two and twenty nine for nineteen or whatever. So obviously there was a lot of belief in their scout on him to do that. You would assume he gets more opportunities. But, like, a lot of guys don't work out. I think that's the thing that I think – I think the drafting went so well for a few years there. Right. I think some Grizzlies fans forgot this, and maybe some Grizzlies, like, you know, decision-makers also forgot this, that most picks don't work out. 
Like, you know, yep. you could be the greatest talent evaluator in the world and most of your picks outside the lottery are going to miss. You know, that's just the way it goes. And so, like, maybe LaRavia gets more chances. Maybe it works out. Maybe he doesn't. And maybe, you know, they look up and they say, we got to make a roster decision. And, like, maybe we like Biombo and Kenneth Lawton more than LaRavia. Like, I don't I think that's possible. I don't know. Um, Roddy, Roddy, I think has been fine, but to me, there's a real hard ceiling on yeah. him. Like he's an energy guy. I think, I think he, he's better at the four if he can play next to a shot to a rim protector. So if he's playing with Jaron or maybe Biombo, that'll work out better than playing, you know, with Aldama or with Tillman or some of that. Um, I think Roddy's been fine for what he is. Um, the Zaire thing is like the one that matters most, I think, because I think he is the highest upside of the three by far you're closer to having to make a real contract decision on him. Um, he's had his moments. He's, he's been better on the boards. I think he will be really helped by having job back. I think he will function much better with a, a point guard who can, who can set stuff up for him and it can get out in transition. I think that'll play to his strengths a lot more. So I, like I, I, I'm playing the long game, at least this season with Zaire Williams. Um, but to me, there's a real question of do you stick with them in the starting lineup or do you go with Kennard to try to goose the offense? Because just like we were talking about in the preseason, I still think the best lineup you can put on the floor right now with Ja out is right. going to have Kennard in that spot. <clears throat> All right. Uh, James Harden makes his debut at Madison Square Garden tonight uh, and will start, evidently, alongside Westbrook, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. That'll be interesting. Yeah. It adds a it adds another you know subplot to the ongoing soap opera of NBA basketball. You know, on and off the floor, the on the floor stuff will be interesting. Um, there's a lot of talent. There's a really good head coach to put that talent together, and so we'll see how they do with it. CJ McCollum out with an injury. I mean, again, we see. And you you wrote about this in last week that it feels like the Grizzlies have been particularly beset by injuries. But you don't really feel like – I mean, this year, obviously, they have. But over the course of right. the last year and a half, two years, it doesn't feel – your, your thought was it was not atypical? Well, it's not my thought. It was, it was like, you the know, other, other people disconnected to teams who right. have count, who've, like, counted the numbers, right? right, did not have the Grizzlies among the most impacted, meaning the five most impacted out of 30. The Grizzlies were not, one, were not considered one of the five most impacted teams – either in raw numbers of missed games or quality of missed games, once you consider the, the players. Grizzlies didn't crack the top five on either of those lists either the past two seasons. Now, the list I found did not show beyond five. That, that would have required me to have a right. subscription to the site. <laughs> I, just, I, I suspect you wouldn't go too much further down the list to find the Grizzlies, but, they, but it was not top five. Right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. Chris Hatton at the Daily Memphis. You can look for his piece uh, on what the Grizzlies are bringing home from the West Coast. Uh, later on today. I don't know that what they're bringing home is more important than a win, Jeffrey, but I think that is correct. They are a more functional basketball Correct. Team. Like, they have pieces that are – it doesn't feel like they're doing square peg round hole right. as much as it did. They have someone who can rebound, set picks, set screens, uh, block shots when Jaron's out, protect the rim. And and with Aldama and, um, and Luke – and now Luke hitting shots again. They have other places that where offense might come from. And I think also with Biombo, it allows them to play in a fashion that they're more familiar with. The question then becomes though, and and Chris's answer to that was you got to play the game. You got to play the games. They are a more functional basketball team. 
how good a basketball team are they over between now and when Ja returns now that they have these pieces? Do they look to you to be a – and, of course, you have to play the games, and, and we will comment on them as the games go on. Do they look to be a 500 – starting now. Right. Do they look – or starting even last night, so we'll call them 1-0. and Do they look to be a 500 basketball team between now and when Ja returns? Or do they look to be a sub-500 basketball team – or, who knows, something better. Yeah, like, if that team were playing an 82-game schedule, I think probably slightly below 500. Although the one hesitation I would say of saying that's not a 500 basketball team is Jaron and Dez right now are playing. Well, over the weekend they were terrific. At an awesome level. And you know what it did? You know what it gave them? It gave them a split with the Portland Trailblazers. Correct. Now, they should have won them both. Correct. They should I be coming them, but it is, that should have, could have, would have. I think it is, I mean, let's be honest. Bismack Biambo is a very, is clearly a useful piece. He he wasn't on the team Exactly, last for week, a reason. You know, right. so um, Zaire is, let's, come on, man, seriously. Like, he shows flashes. That's what he does. And I guess that's good, that he shows flashes. But he's, it will be interesting. He's your other starter now. And eh, didn't really give you much of anything. He had a nice block last night. Like, he has flashes, but he doesn't give you much. Um, It looks to me to be a sub-500 basketball team. Yeah, and I mean, the biggest problem is like, okay, so now you start to say, all right, now if if they're stabilizing a little bit, what does that look like? And then this is kind of the problem is you let some winnable games get away from you. Right. They're they're right now five games under 500. you know, when Jack comes back, will there only be five games under 500? If they could be five games under 500. Now, to be clear, three and four is in the play-in right now. So you're only basically. Yeah, yeah, you're not, you're, you're not far from the play-in. There's a lot of muddle. There's a lot of teams muddling along there. And C.J. McCollum's gone now. Like, whatever. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, right. The difference between. You still I want to say within shouting distance. Yeah, the difference between the five seed right now and where you are is basically. Two and a half games. Now, the problem is, okay, you take a look at it. It's like, all right, you get Miami, who's not off to a great start this season, and they get Utah at home. But then you have a tough road trip of at the Clippers, at the Lakers, at the Spurs. Then you get Boston at home, that quick little one-game trip at Houston. Then you get Phoenix at home, Minnesota at home, at Dallas, at Phoenix, that's a back-to-back. God, 500 would be terrific. Correct. The problem is you really needed to you needed to win both those Portland games. You really needed to win the Wizards game. Like, that would kind of stabilize things because then you have a, another Houston trip. You get at Oklahoma City, and then Jock comes back against the Pelicans. <sighs> it was – that podcast was just brutal on so much of, you know, on, on the Grizzlies' decision-making around jettisoning some of the players that for one reason or another they jettisoned, around their drafting. And, and Chris is completely right, by the way. We had this assumption you're supposed to hit on first-round picks. Outside the lottery, most don't. You know? oh, I wouldn't even say it's a coin flip. It's not like, even, it's it's, not even a know, coin flip. It's uh, overwhelmingly you don't hit on. You just call up any draft and look from 15 to, to to the end of the first round and see how many hits there are. 
there's probably four, right? In your typical sure. four or five in your typical draft. So it's not so And it also mystery depends like how do you even define have, how do you even define But there was that hit, and then like, and at the end there was Ja. And, and then there's just all Ja. Like how do you build around this corrosive blah 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 like and, and um it was it was brutal. So hopefully uh they've stopped the bleeding and and uh five hundred would be terrific until Ja comes back. Um listen, uh Robert Irwin Jewelers for more than Nearly 50 years now, honestly. For more than 46 years, Memphians have trusted Robert Irwin Jewelers to help celebrate their most cherished moments. I hear about other places that come, go, whatever else. There's no, Robert Irwin Jewelers has been here, and it, it is a story that, that touches my heart because they moved here from New York, too. They're like, they're, they're, they, were doing, they were doing business here, and they said, you know what? That'd be a great place to actually set up shop and to do business here. And so 40, more than 46 years, uh, they have done it. So whether you're spending $100 or $100,000, they have the perfect gift idea for whatever your special occasion is. They've got the meant-to-be guarantee. That means you buy your loose diamond or custom-made engagement ring from Robert Owen Jewelers, and you have 365 days to return it. Free ring sizing for life. Diamond trade-up. You decide it's time for a new diamond, bring your original diamond back to Robin Irwin Jewelers, pick out a new diamond. You only pay the difference. Whether it's an engagement, an anniversary, a birthday, and I love you, and I'm so, whatever it is, or a Merry Christmas, or whatever the occasion, get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers. I go to the one on Perkins Extended, right across from Novel. Find the one closest to you. Perkins Extended, Bartlett, South Haven, Little Rock, and online at rijewelers.com. Dot com. Back in a moment is Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you have heart failure and often hear, Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. 
Sponsored by Pfizer. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Grind, don't stop. Join Jared Des and your Memphis Grizzlies this Wednesday at 7 p.m. when they host the Miami Heat for State of Tennessee HBCU Day. Presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visit Grizzlies.com. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Monday Night Football has a nice matchup tonight. The Charters and Jets, the Zach Wilson-led Jets, have the better record. Here's my parlay for this game. And by the way, get to the FanDuel app now because there's promos and odds boosts waiting for you. I like the Chargers as a three and a half point favorite. New York is covered as a big underdog at home, beating the Eagles, keeping it close with the Chiefs. The Chargers offense looks like it's back though. Eckler is healthy. This number is small enough for me to like LA. I like the over of 40 and a half. I'm confident the Chargers will score in the 20s and the Jets will do better than they did last week against the Giants. I like Austin Eckler to go over 46 and a half rushing yards because he'll bust a long run in this game. This three-leg parlay pays around four to one. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Hey, Kathy, you know I've been seeing those State Farm commercials. You guys have built quite a team. Holmes, Kelsey, Derek Henry. Bundle my auto and my homes. Oh, yeah. Steve, we are proud of that team, and I'm proud of my team. Your team is awesome. I know firsthand. If there's a question or problem there on top of it. My name is on the sign outside, but it's my talented team inside that makes the difference. Hey, call Kathy Thurman Edwards, State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. Football and basketball seasons are in full gear, and BetQL is ready to help you win more consistently this year. BetQL is an absolute game changer if you're looking to find trends to help you win. Make smarter bets on spreads, totals, player props, and more. BetQL has already helped over 300,000 people with powerful analytics and community insights. Don't fumble the ball at the goal line or airball any free throws this season. Visit BetQL.com for their free daily analysis today. That's BetQL.com. Hey, have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. 
I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash kickoff. That's harrys.com slash kickoff. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. I think this is my... uh Third week, Jeffrey, at Starting Strength. Starting Strength is, of course, the, uh, to call it a gym is not really, uh, it's not really sufficient. Yes, it is a gym in the sense that you work out there. But you work out under the guidance of a trainer who literally watches your every lift. And they have a program. It's not new, it's not complicated. They literally wrote the book on training for strength safely and effectively. Works for everyone every time. And so there are people in there who are lifting 27,000 pounds, seems like my estimate. And then there are people out there who are, um, who came in, I said, mentioned this before, Pam is this, is a woman, I suspect in her 70s, who was falling down in her kitchen and her son signed her up. And so she's been doing it for a year, and you know what? She didn't fall down anymore. The guy who's probably in his 30s, he's a cameraman, and he no longer has back aches. And his back doesn't give him trouble, and he can hold the camera for hours and hours and hours. It's, it, strength is functionally critically important. And I've done running, and I've done whatever, cycling and everything else. Uh, but this is the first time I've done this, particularly as you, honestly, as you get older, incredibly useful and critical. Um, you can try it out for a free intro session at memphis.ssgyms. That's ssgyms, G-Y-M-S dot com for that free intro session. No sales pressure, no hard closes. Just try it out. We'll get to the NFL here in a moment, uh, Jeffrey. Did you see the SMU game they announced that the SMU game, the Memphis SMU game, is at 11, I think they just said, on ESPN 2. Yes, Memphis SMU set for 11 a.m. kickoff on ESPN 2. Not a lot of time to pregame, Jeffrey. Uh, no, that that one is a get get there, get ready. That one is a get, get there and get ready. Um, we mentioned before the men's basketball team tips off tonight. It's regular season against Jackson State at FedEx Forum. Jay Billis has unveiled his 1-68 to men's college basketball rankings. And so what I did, Jeffrey, is I started scrolling. I started at the top. I said, probably didn't have the top 10. That seemed unlikely. No one does. And sure enough, there's Kansas at number one, 
Duke Blue Devils. Peter's a senior now. It'd be nice if they won a national championship in his senior year, number two. Michigan State, three. And you're going through there, and then you, 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 get, to, uh, you get to Tennessee. Tennessee's at eight. Houston's at nine. Um, and, uh, and carrying on. And then you get to um, Kentucky at 16. Been a little bit of a rough go for John lately, hasn't it? Yeah, you're even getting the the think pieces of like what went wrong. Yeah, is, no, there like, was it's like kind of like the, it it's kind of like the, wrong. Yeah, it's exactly. like the, the type of pieces you get typically when it's over. Uh, Arkansas is there at 17. North Carolina, if you're interested at 19, and then there they are, Florida Atlantic. Oh, they're at 20. Right now, they were terrific last year. I and I and they beat Memphis. I saw that game, Jeffrey. Felt like to me, honestly. Memphis should have won. Yeah, I I felt for the most part Memphis uh, played better. And so they're at twenty, and you're like, okay, well Memphis must be coming along any minute here, right? Um, and then you go to twenty one, that's Miami, and twenty two St. Mary's, and twenty three Illinois, and onward we go, Jeffrey, including uh, including the uh, the uh, Mississippi State is in there. We're uh, at thirty six. I'm down to thirty six. Northwestern, go Cats at thirty seven. I'm like, what the hell? Memphis, number 41. Memphis was on the wrong end of a dramatic finish in the first round loss to FAU in March, but Penny Hardaway has reloaded by hitting the portal. Javon Quinterly will run the point, and there is versatility and length to put pressure on opponents at both ends of the court. But there they are at 41. And what's interesting to me is the contrast between how people feel about this team in Memphis and how people feel about this team nationally, which is honestly they're not thinking about it, right? Like, But sure. in Memphis, correct me if I'm wrong, despite the fact that DeAndre Williams isn't going to be here, we learned that Friday, and let's be honest, it's too bad. I like watching him play. I like the joy that he brings to the game. I like the way that he connects with Memphis fans. I like how much it means to him. I like all of that. And I like the fact that he raises your ceiling or, or doesn't, I think more, I phrased it before, makes it more likely that you'll hit the ceiling. Obviously would help the team, all of that. I have a hard time being outraged that a 27-year-old who's already played three years at Memphis can't play another year in Memphis, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but Would I prefer to watch him play again? Sure. Absolutely. Yes. yes I, I was, I, 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 when, it, when I got the news, I was sad. I was, I was not not as sad as I was watching the Bills last night, but sad nonetheless. And uh, and so that's too bad. But I'm also bolstered by the fact that, and I think generally, reading the pieces wherever they've been written, uh, by Parth and the Daily Memphis and the CA, wherever they are, this is the team that is long, that is deep, that this is the team that could finally take Penny, although it won't be there tonight, can finally take Penny on a deep tournament run. Right there was I, I don't know that there's more excitement about this team because there's not you know there's no James Wiseman right but I think there's more like belief in this team even last year we believed in Kendrick and in DeAndre but we're like that's a it's kind of limited beyond that yeah right? it, you, you didn't really know how the Where rest of the gonna pe- how do the rest of the right. pieces fit and now it just feels like my God look at all those ballers over there. And I and, and I include myself in that. I think this is a team that absolutely has the ability to get Memphis and to get Penny back to the Sweet 16. 
And yet beyond here, there they are at 41, 41, 41. At 41, 41, Jeffrey. Like, yeah. That's not a lot of belief. There's would, not a lot of excitement. I believe you said it. FAU's at twenty, and right? FAU's at twenty, and then we know in the in the polls, I think FAU's top ten or you know somewhere roughly top ten. I think what it shows me is the difference between, like, I think we're going to see the. Of course, they, by the way, they brought the players back that beat Memphis. That's a whole new Memphis team, correct? And so there, you, there's an idea of well, we 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 saw this team go on a Final Four run, but what I think it really shows in college basketball right now is. The difference between 10 and probably 50 is really not a whole lot. It's going to be, what does your resume say? And that's why I think I think part of the reason maybe, though, you don't see the, the hysteria, but there's excitement and there's confidence in this team, is most people have grasped the fact, well, the non-conference schedule is going to determine so much of their seeding and their profile and those are really tough games, and this team hasn't played a ton together. No, I, I think – I don't even get the sense that outside of Memphis that they're even thinking about that. They're just thinking, here's what I really think happens. When a team changes so dramatically as Memphis, no one the hell knows. Yes. <laughs> like, they, they could literally uh, – out, particularly outside of here. Like, I think we're focused in on, uh, here's some of the weaknesses, here's some of the strengths. They're going to be a better shooting team than we've seen in a long time. They're deeply experienced. They're deep, period. They're – but how does this not conference? Like, we're looking at it from, a, from this nuanced perspective. I think beyond, you're adding transfers. None of them – it's interesting that, that, like, Jay Billis mentioned – the only name he mentioned there was Javon Quinterly. He's not mentioned David Jones. And that's because Javon Quinterly was – Kind of a high-end recruit. He's a high-end guy, but none of the none of the transfers you got are all American types, right? right? It so, was typically so guys that put players. up numbers on bad teams. Yeah, and so I don't think there's any that. That's why this team could emerge over the next month and a half, two months, as a wrecking ball, as one of sure. the best teams, ten teams in the country, and then people will take notice. But unless you're unless you're a a, a program that that you give it credit just for existing, like Kansas and Duke and Michigan State, sure. or whatever, and a coach who you give credit for existing, or unless you have really high end, like the highest end transfers, the most impactful transfers, or the most the the the, the guys who are seen as potential lottery picks, right. you're just thrown into the pot. Correct. And if, and if you're one of the team that crawls out of the pot, good for you. But you're not going to get credit for being excellent until you do something. Yes, and I also think though. It, there is inherently, there's kind of a sign of respect of putting you in 41 is we want to make sure that, like, if indeed you do start extremely well, like, well, we mentioned that this was possible. We just didn't yeah. know. But and, it, and it doesn't matter. Like, if they, you know, they, they got Missouri this week, for God's sure. sakes, right? And then you got the battle for Atlantis coming up, and yep. you're like, you're off. And so you could easily, you could, I swear to God, you could be a, by you know, by January one, you easily be a top ten team. Oh, I think well by, earlier than that. I think by, by the by end December, of the, by the end of this month. I think by the end of the battle for Atlantis, you'll be, yeah, be a top fifteen. Yeah, top fifteen, one hundred percent. If if the schedule breaks and you get the big wins, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited about them, and uh, and I think I'm going to go, even though I don't write about the sports as much, just because there is something about. The start of a Tiger basketball season. And the truth of the matter is the first Memphis Tiger basketball game I ever saw with my own eyes 
1996 was Memphis playing Jackson State. And uh, I was visiting on my recruiting trip, a recruiting trip or interview trip. It wasn't sure. a recruiting trip at that point because I didn't know I'd gotten the job. It was an interview trip. And, uh, and I was here interviewing, and John Stamm, who was the sports editor at the time, took me to a, one day he took me to a River Kings game, but the other day he took me to Memphis versus uh, Jackson State at the Pyramid. Lorenzen was on that team. That was the team that went on to, I think, be ranked as high as number two in the country that year. Played, beat UMass. See what happened in 90, 90, 95, 96. That was the Drexel loss year. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was the Drexel loss year. And it would have been 95 when I came here. And it's the first game I ever saw him play. And so you, you embark on these years... I suspect back in 95, 96, expectations were incredibly high. That was a loaded team, and it ended with this dismal, like, the adventure begins, right? The adventure begins, as it has in this city for many, many, many years, and it begins again tonight um, at FedEx Forum. Yeah, that team in the AP poll reached as high as three. Three. And that was the team that went to UMass UMass and lost 64-61. They lost at UMass 64-61. Cal's team. They lost to Cal? Uh, that would, I think it must have been. That yeah. had to have been, right? Been, 96, yeah. yes. Yeah, that was, UMass wasn't good. And they were number Cal. one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and a terrific team. Jackson State was the first home game. They first played, home game. They played Purdue in Kansas City to start the season. What was the date of the Jackson State game? Tuesday, November the 28th, 1995. So anyway, back in the building tonight. That will be fun. Um... All right, Jeffrey, NFL unfolded yesterday. We don't need to talk much about the Bills uh, at all. Thank you very much. But we could talk about who can win the Super Bowl. Give me the five teams most likely to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm including the Ravens. You'd include the Ravens but not the Bengals? I'm including the Bengals. Okay, so th- you, you're giving me three AFC teams. We're not including the Dolphins. Now, you texted me yesterday. You called them frauds. Yes. That was when they were down early. Yes, and I they still— They climbed back in. I Are still, they still frauds? They have not beaten a team with a winning record. Still have not beaten a team with a winning record. So still you think there's, there's those three well, from the I, I'm AFC? I'm not doing it. Uh, yes, and then I think the Eagles obviously can win a Super Bowl. Eagles, so you got, you, all they do is win, 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 no matter what, what, what. They're 23-3 and three in their last 26 games if you include playoffs. That's good. Uh, I thought Dak was good yesterday. And- I, I completely agree. Like, I know being the qu- starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, whenever you lose a big game, you're going to be the one that, like, takes the heat. I thought Dak was incredibly good yesterday. Okay, so that's four teams. If you if if I tell you to give me five names and you're going to pick the Super Bowl winner, right, those four you would mention? Yes, and then I still think when the the Niners are going to start to get healthier, so I still would so they would be your fifth team. Yeah, and so teams like the Bills, the Lions, the who else is on the outside? Cowboys uh, on the outside looking in. Yes, how much? How much did the Raiders hate Josh McDaniels? Oh, I mean, it's those have been some of the great scenes. Like it's incredible. And then they come out and absolutely blast your Giants. By the way, Daniel Jones is out for the year, right? Torn ACL. I mean, when when you take a step back and no one touches you and you go straight down to the count, I usually know that's something bad. That's season ender. So John didn't like seeing the Raiders beat the Giants in that way because he's rooting for the draft pick. But 
it does underline how they had to get rid of maybe oh absolutely change. like you, you you had to just and it does also say probably that might have been team related whereas the guys were like we're just dumb we're just dumb yeah. yeah that's what i mean they must have hated they must yes. have hated him it's like we were talking about when mcdaniels was fired how much fan bases enjoy when somebody gets fired we saw that in, in usc how happy are they right now that alex 100 got fired right yes um, they're sitting there going why did it take this long uh, what's next on 92.9? Here's what's coming up next. Here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Jason Fitz will join them at 125. Jason Munz will join me on Giannotto and Jeffrey at 240. Jeff, of course, with Gabe at 5 o'clock. And uh, Jason Smith with a nice piece on him in the Daily Memphian. Jason and John coming up next. Read it if you have not already. We will be back tomorrow for now. Work is done. Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Find more reasons to celebrate when you shop with Family Dollar, helping you save on everything holiday this season. Deliver more wows with a whole new theme when you shop our wide selection of holiday decor and trees. Or stock up on wrapping supplies, such as paper, bows, and bags. Stuff their stockings with more cheer this year with great gifts for every age. Check out our holiday toy guide for a huge selection of brand name toys. Only at Family Dollar, helping you do more. Warning, the following Zaxby's ad may contain messaging upsetting to Philadelphians. Zaxby's took the iconic Philly sandwich, the quote-unquote perfect Philly sandwich, and made it perfecter by putting fried chicken on it. That's right, fried chicken on a Philly. And while Philadelphia might find it offensive, you can find it at your local Zaxby's. Finally, the Philly done right. Woo, saucy! Zaxby's. Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration. Fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Family-owned, Memphis-based Service Master by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people-building business. Service Master by Cornerstone, 901 Respond. Here we go. Here comes the Sandman. Ladies and gentlemen. Adam Sandler. Missed you tour. Should we clap along? I'm trying to play guitar a little bit for you. Adam Sandler, live. Take him away. FedEx Forum, November 16th. All right, let's lose that. I hate it. <laughs> Get tickets now with LiveNation.com. <laughs> Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. The Majestic Grill might just be that one place that can be everything to everyone. I'm not the person who first said that about the Majestic Grill, but I think it's absolutely true. It's the place to go for a downtown business lunch, and it's also the place to go before a show at the Orpheum. And it's also the place to go to sit at the bar and have a cheap... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.